You dig? This is Tyrell. I got my boy Aaron next to me. Yo. This is the Final Possession podcast. I'm going to let my boy Aaron talk about what this podcast about and how we started off. Aaron, go ahead. All right, so yeah, you know how you know how us regular guys do. You know, we always procrastinate and shit. So now my boy Todd said, you know what? We need to just start doing a podcast. You dig? So you know what? This is a regular conversation that me and him have been having for at least the last two years, I want to say. But we finally, like, you finally in the studio, Todd. Finally in the studio, finally made it here. No more FaceTime calls. It came to the point where, you know what? I got tired of this guy because he always want to talk on FaceTime. He want to call me every time the game is on. LeBron do something. I'm a 49er fan, so he want to call me every time the time happens with the 49ers. I want to call him with the Giants. You know what? No. Sprint T-Mobile, nah. They ain't getting this good content no more. We going to take it straight to the podcast mics, you know? Give us give us our hot takes and how we feel about different topics of sports and entertainment and everything. And this is how we this is where we at right now. You dig the first episode of Final Possession. Go, Todd. Let's go. So this is our very first segment. Christmas just passed, okay? Christmas just passed. I wanna start by saying, hold on, I mean to cut you off, Todd. I wanna I okay. hope everybody out there had a good Christmas. Okay. Uh, I don't know about you, Todd, but I had a very good Christmas. I had first, a great Christmas. But first I ate time a in a couple, a couple of joints. I ain't gonna lie. I got, I got a lot. You know, got a few things. You know, good basketball games. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little disappointed with. I want to say two of the games okay. off the top of my head. I'm looking more. Did you get for, some good gifts? Yeah, I got some good gifts. I'm not even gonna lie. For if y'all don't know, I work for FedEx, so you know. <laughs> Them customers, they call for a lot of packages and shit, but you know. If you didn't tips. get your package, hit this man up right here. Yo, okay? Ty, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you hold did on. not get your package, hit this man up. I know this is for a podcast, but we have to tell the audience about the bullshit that both of us went through this week. Oh, All my right? gosh. Both of us had packages stolen from our doors because of FedEx. FedEx, come on now. This is crazy. I'm off the clock now, so I can talk all this shit I fucking <laughs> want to right now. This is fucking bullshit. Aaron, don't get fired now. Come on. I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck at this point because I'm still mad about the fact that they just dropped the package off in front of my door. Like, I don't live in the hood. All right. I don't want to get Aaron fired. So, this <laughs> don't is what get we're me gonna fired. Do. This is what we're going to do. To start off our first podcast, we each going to take a shot of this brown mystery juice. Let's do it, Aaron. <clears throat> Yo. Cheers to a good, podcast, successful the, podcast. The, the final possession, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh. Man, they got to make that a little bit stronger for me. You know what's a little scary, Todd? Let's is do that it. That's the second shot of the night, and that shit was just like, what, what Noe said in, um, in Pay the Food, water. <laughs> water. All right, water. So, our first segment, Christmas Day games. Here we go. The first NBA game of Christmas, Celtics versus the Raptors. All right. My personal take, I think Kemba Walker is a much better fit than Kyrie Irving. Not because of talent, strictly because of his personality. All right? He fits better with them. He fits better with Tatum. He fits better with Jalen Brown. I just like Kemba Walker a little bit better. All right? Tatum and Jalen Brown, they have to keep improving. All right? They have to keep improving if they want to actually contend for an NBA final. I think they're well coached. Brad Steve, Brad. Um, Stevens. Yeah, Brad Stevens is he's a really really good coach. He comes up with good uh good schemes, but they're gonna have to keep improving. All right, they actually this is being recorded two days after Christmas, so tonight 
on so this is a Friday night. Tatum and Jalen Brown, they both had thirty. Jalen Brown had thirty four. Tatum had thirty. It's a phenomenal game by both of them. By the way, I would like to say that two good wings, but I think they got to still keep improving. Um, I don't think that they need another big man. A lot of people keep on saying, "Oh, they need to get another big man to protect the rim and stuff like that." I think they're fine, honestly. I think Ennis Cantor could give you enough on the defensive end, and he, and he's one of the top, the top offensive big men in the league. And in the playoffs, when do we ever see big men playing heavy minutes? <coughs> Joel Embiid. <coughs> we don't see Joel Embiid. He 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 always looks tired. Okay, but we'll get to the 76ers in a few. I hold on. Now I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to interchange on this one on the fact of we're gonna get to Joel Embiid in a few. Let me finish this, and then also I'm let you finish. The Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse. He he lost the, one of the best players in the league. And Spicy P, he's going to get votes for another most improved player of the year. Another one. I think Spicy P is really, really, really good, and he's still improving. He's somebody that actually works on his game every single day, and I like him. How you feel about these two teams? All right. First, I'm gonna, let me get to Boston real quick as I adjust my chair real quick. Go ahead. Let me get to Boston real quick first. Now, Boston, I say they have the best collection of all-around wings in the league. If if I had to put five players from every team, forget the positions, mm. Boston kind of would be up there with the combination of Walker, Smart, Haywood, Brown, Tatum, right? But I can't help but see that one glaring hole in the middle, and I wish Al Hofer was there right now. I have to say that because when you get to – the end of the Eastern Conference, you get to the point where you have to talk about Milwaukee. You have to talk about Philly. Yes, you do. Who on Boston is guarding Giannis? You dig. Giannis, we'll get to Giannis later. But back to <laughs> okay. but let me let me let me talk about what you what you mentioned last year about last year's team, right? The difference and it just came to me as you was talking. You had a lot of dudes last year that was on that was trying to get them contracts. You got Marcus Morris, who <laughs> putting up a eight nineteen points with the Knicks. The Knicks. We not Happy not, Holidays, New York. We're not even gonna get into that right <laughs> Happy now. Happy Holidays, New York. We're not gonna get into that. Uh, Terry Rozier, well, he's average about sixteen, seventeen a game. Charlotte, but he's not Devonte Graham. We get to Devonte. Oh, I got something to say about Devonte Graham. We get to him later. We get to him a little later. Let's go to the next two teams, Aaron. But hold on, I have to say one two one thing about. Toronto, if I must, real quick. Because that game on Christmas didn't really teach me anything about either team. I already knew what I knew about Boston. Okay. If if everything goes right for them, they're going to have an easy one, which they did the other night. And, to, and today, by the way, where they beat the Cavaliers by a lot of points, I must say, especially because thank you to Jalen Brown. I was scratching my head when he when he signed that $116 max contract, but I got to say, he's earning every cent of that. And I think Kimber Walker has a lot to do with that. Let's go to the Bucks versus the 76ers, okay? So, a lot of people are going to say the Greek Freak, he shot 0 for 7 from the three-point line. Greek Freak ain't shit. Again, a lot of people are going to say, like this guy over here, they're going to say he shot 0 for 7 from the three-point line. Joel Embiid had him on smash. All of these kind of things. But you want to know what? This game made me like him even more. You want to know why? Because... After he missed his first two threes, he didn't get discouraged. You know what he did? He shot 
five more times. And bricked all five of so them shits. So that's fine. That's the Mamba mentality right there. Okay? You're going to miss every single shot you don't take. Keep taking them. All right? No one is saying that Giannis has to be a shooter, but they're going to have to respect his shot. Okay? What shot? They're going to have to respect his shot. I want you to look up his three-point percentage. Okay? He's shooting better from the three than Anthony Davis right now. Okay? Let me get to my second point about the Bucks. I think the Bucks, even though I like where Giannis is going, he has that Mamba mentality, I think they do need the space to flow a little bit more. All right? I think they might need a player, I'm going to say it, Mr. Henny, J.R. Smith. Nah. This He's, is crazy. You, you haven't, you've yet to mention that to me yet. That, that was a surprise from you. Because yeah. we had Bucks conversation trade talks before, and I mentioned Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Sacramento Kings, who recently signed Buddy Hill to extension. Or I thought maybe Milwaukee give up DiVincenzo, who's playing phenomenal, and a few salary fillers to get Bogdanovich. But J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith is a guard. Over Jamal Crawford, by the way, I, I wait must a, ask. Wait a minute. J.R. Smith is a guard who could defend when motivated and who's been in big playoffs games and who's hit big shots. Let's not forget, if it's not for J.R. Smith, that game seven versus the Golden State Warriors in Golden State when J.R. Smith came out of the half on fire, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers lose that that game and Look, the Golden I'm State gonna, Warriors. I'm not gonna can... knock your opinion. I'm not. I okay. I love. I like Jr. Smith. Okay, oh, man, Earl Smith the third. He just played for the Knicks, baby. Mm. Number eight. Don't Happy talk holidays, about team Switch right there, man. Happy not, holidays. But then again, we're not gonna get into any Nick talk. Okay. On this podcast, we are barred from having Nick talk on this podcast. I refuse to get into it. Okay. Let me give I you my take on that. Out. Let me give you my talk, my take on the 76ers, Okay. Hold on, because I got to give my take on the 76ers. Let me go first. I have to give my take on the 76ers. Go ahead, Aaron. What are the 76ers? What are the 76ers? You tell I me. still don't know. I haven't known what the 76ers have been for at least the last 18 months. 76ers? Let me start with Ben Simmons first. <laughs> Let me start with Ben Simmons, okay? So when Ben Simmons got... Drafted from LSU, right? Yeah. Ben Simmons was supposed to be a mini LeBron James, and he was supposed to de- be developed into being a best player in the NBA. He's told it in LeBron James, but go on. Right now, Ben Simmons, this is, my, this is probably my hot take of the night. Ben Simmons is a souped-up Draymond Green. You stole that from somewhere earlier. I see that earlier today. Wow. Negative, because I think Draymond Green is a little better than Ben Simmons. But go on. Souped up Draymond Green. Let me tell you why. Ben Simmons defends the perimeter just as good as Draymond Green. Ben Simmons, I'm I'm sorry, Draymond Green is a worse, I'm sorry, Ben Simmons is a worse defender in the paint. Draymond Green shoots a three better than Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons just doesn't try. He, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't shoot. He doesn't shoot. He he's he lacks so much confidence in his shot. He just said, forget it at this point. I'm not gonna shoot. Yeah. All right. Ben Draymond Green is a better leader than Ben Simmons. Okay. 
Ben Simmons doesn't look like he even talks. He doesn't look like he gives a shit about basketball, honestly. When you look at him play the game, I'm sorry, Ben Simmons, because I was your biggest fan coming out of LSU. This is me talking to you. I was your biggest fan coming out of LSU. Talk to Ben Simmons. Huh? I'm sorry, Ben Simmons. I was your biggest fan. And right now, the way you played in your quote-unquote rookie season is the same way you're playing in your third season. The same exact way. I have a question. Let me hear it. Saying to Ben Simmons, so coming out of the draft and Ben Simmons, yeah, he went number one. Brandon Ingram went number two. Jaden Brown went number three. And who was another big player in that draft? I think it was like Buddy Hill then. Um, He's improved. Okay. Who do you think is the best player out of that draft four years later? Looking at the improvement of Brandon Ingram and Jalen Brown, by the way. I love Brandon Ingram. We'll talk about him in a few. Let's move on to the Rockets versus the Warriors. What the hell, Houston? Houston, you dropped the ball, but... I wasn't surprised, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm not surprised. He, um, Golden State has just been decimated and killed and obliterated. All these type of words you want to use. Mm-hmm. They just don't have healthy players. And for once, besides Steph and Clay, I think everybody played for Christmas. Right. Draymond Green, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. Pascal, um, Willie Cauley-Stein, Alec Burks. Like, they had a decent team that day. Even Steph's um, brother-in-law had like 22 or 15 on a two-way contract. And you know what the crazy thing is? They can't even sign him to a regular contract because he got no money. Let's talk about the Curry family real quick. That is a beautiful family. I can only imagine what those Thanksgivings is like, those Christmases. You know, like, the Curry family and the Doc first Rivers. First family of, of No, basketball. but you know, I think Seth is married to Doc Rivers' daughter. There's so much stuff going on in there. I, I, I love the Curry So that's going to be, so their kid, if they had a kid already, or if they, I don't know, but that's going to be a hell of a basketball player, I would assume. You got Austin, you got Doc, Steph, Steph, Damon Lee. I love the Curry family. but The the first family of basketball. The first ever, no disrespect (laughs) to the Walton family and the, who else family was nice in basketball? Shout out Luke Walton. How's he doing up there in Sacramento, by the way? Mm, He he has a young team. Mm. What I would say is, Steve Kerr had a game plan. A really, really, really good game plan. Soon as James Harden came across the court, every single play, when it was crucial moments, swimming. they was swarming, and he just had to give up that ball. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook, he took a lot of shots. Oh, I feel like he's about to slander Westbrook. He right took now. a lot, of, and let me just say something about Westbrook real quick, okay? I was one of the first ones to say, listen, Westbrook is the best point guard in the NBA. I'm tired of your when typical— was he the best point guard in the NBA? Um, between 2011 and I'll say 2013, 2014, I was taking Westbrook— over any point guard. I know that you're uh, a Derrick Rose fan, so we're going to um, say that. Derrick Rose won MVP in 2011, okay. so we're going to just knock okay. that year out <laughs> all the way. And he was not better than Chris Paul during the years. So okay. I, I, again, like I said, I was taking Westbrook over any point guard in the NBA during that time period. But he just can't shoot anymore. He can never shoot. Nope. But it's bad now. He's even a bad free throw shooter. You know what? I'm not trying to hit. I'm not. I'm not here for any Westbrook slander. No, I'm not here for that because the man is averaging 24, seven and seven. I'm not doing. I'm not here for that. 
Look at the Houston's pace of play last year and look at it this year. Look at their rebounding last year and look at it this year. Compare that to OKC last year and this year. They're night and day. He's helping them in different ways that other people are not helping them in. All right? I guarantee you right now, the Houston Rock. I'm looking in the camera. The Houston Rockets will not make it past the second round. Guarantee it. You can book Negative. it. Negative. I don't. You can book it. Past the second round. Past the second round. They're gonna get it to the second round. They're it not it, it, it depends it. how seeding is because right now I feel like the top four in the West is LA, in no particular order: LA, LA, Houston, and Dallas. Those is my top four in the West right now. But when you have the talent that the Houston Rockets have, you should be thought about as winning the NBA championship. Most definitely. And I've picked Houston to win the NBA championship the last three years. By and point. who did they get bounced out by? The Golden State Warriors. And there is no more Golden State Warriors. That's why I'm saying but, all of these teams are brand new put together. Okay. Uh, Houston, with the one addition of Westbrook, out goes Chris Paul. It's the same team. Let's get into the Clippers versus the Lakers, okay? This was the highlight of Christmas. Everybody finished unwrapping their presents. Mm -hmm. Everybody ate their their second Thanksgiving meal, okay? And everybody your team fucking lost. Let's get straight to it. Why are you so mad? This what Friday? happened? What's going on with your Lakers right now? So I just want to know because y'all lost four in a row. What's going on right now? Okay. Y'all need a trade? Y'all need help? Like, what's going on? What do you think? Talk to me. Okay. LeBron, listen. So... This is, let's start off with the Clippers first. I'll start off with the Clippers, okay? All right. Right now, the Clippers are playing like the best team in basketball. All right. I don't see any weakness. Kawhi Leonard, he came out shooting. He was a dog. I don't he see was, any weakness in the Clippers right now. He was a dog. Kawhi Leonard was a dog. He was a dog on Wednesday night. He was a dog. He came out ready to score. I think they have two players, okay? Two players that you can... Count on in clutch time. Kawhi Leonard and Lou Williams, not Paul George. Okay? What? I think Paul George is a really, really good player. But I am not trusting him in a fourth quarter with one minute and 30 seconds I trust left. Pat Beverly, too. I trust Pat to Beverly on the defensive to end. To make any play. If it's to, to shoot a three, to get a rebound, to do anything. It, the All 48 minutes of the game, I'll trust Pat, Patrick Beverly. 100%. Yeah, I trust him to to get those kind of stats that don't pop up on a stat sheet. Any kind of any kind of steal, any kind of block, any kind of rebound, any kind of um foul to kind of motivate your team and get them going to get the crowd amped up. I trust Pat Bev for that. I trust Lou Will to hit any big shot. I trust Kawhi to hit any big shot. I don't trust Paul George to hit the big shots. Honestly, I'm sorry. And I like Paul George. I think he's a top 10 top to top 12 player. But yeah, I, he's definitely top 10. Yeah, okay. But I think I just don't trust him in the clutch. Let me get to the Lakers real quick, okay? One person I think that they should play a little bit more is Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook got a lot of experience. Quinn, Quinn Cook got a lot of experience from playing with Golden State, okay? He was in big games when when Iggy went down a couple of times. Quinn Cook, he came. He he was able to shoot some shots. He didn't make all of them, but even he was, when Steph went out, right? And he and he was able to play well. Rondo, really good point guard, still one of the best defensive point guards we have in the game. But this guy just can't shoot. And he keeps trying to shoot. And he keeps trying to shoot. And 
Who's the worst shooter? Westbrook or Rondo? I might have to take. I might have to take Rondo if I'm shooting my last shot. Westbrook is awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Westbrook. Wow. You're awful. You're awful. Shooting wise, I love your hustle. If I'm, let me give Westbrook this. If I'm coming to see an NBA game, if I have any ticket that I can see any NBA game, I'm gonna go uh, to the Houston Rockets because I know Westbrook and Harden. They're not gonna load manage. They're not gonna do any of that. They're gonna give me their hundred percent every single game. The whole game. Houston Rockets, I would have to say that that's a decent team right there. Mm. Clint Capella, you know PJ Tucker, Ben McLemore is looking good. Pelicans versus Nuggets. Eh. Then the Pel- the Pelicans won that one. The Pelicans won. Okay, I'm so disappointed in the Pelicans. Oh my God, hold on. Let's get to Denver real quick. Not even the Pelicans. We can't. Even, let's not really talk about the Pelicans. It's a lot to talk about with the Pelicans. We have breaking news. We're not really breaking news, but today I got the alert saying Michael Porter Jr. is out to the All Star break. Michael Porter Jr. coming out of high school, he was being compared to Kevin Durant. Silky smooth, nice shot, length, good perimeter defender, can guard one through four. These are this is everything that people were saying about Michael Porter Jr. He gets to Missouri, three play, games, plays three games, Ten he has points. a back injury. A game. He has a back injury. And with these con these back injuries, you you have to be you you have to give caution to these back injuries, okay? These back injuries are no joke. They can literally ruin a career. Mm-hmm. So if you still, so Michael Porter Jr., if he has to sit into the All Star break, that's fine. He's he's just gonna have to do it. The New Orleans Pelicans, okay? Zion, sit out the rest of the season. Don't come back. They they teaching him how to walk and run again, bro. Pull a Joel Embiid. We don't. Oh no, 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 no! Not a Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid missed two years in a row. We we need a Ben Simmons or Blake. Yeah, Griffin. we need a Ben Simmons or a Blake Simmons from you, Zion. And I think Blake Griffin and his prime is your ceiling. So try to model your game after Blake Griffin. Develop your shot. Come back next year. We don't want to see you on this team. Man, There's, Zion's gonna be a monster next year. There, Whenever he gets on a call, Zion's gonna be a monster. I don't think that um New Orleans should break up this team. I think that they should just you know just ride it out. Don't trade Drew Holiday. Don't trade trade. Trade J.J. Redick. Don't trade Derek Favors. I know you could probably get some value for them. No. Y'all looked good in the preseason. Did you if just y'all say was... they look good in the pre- Aaron, Hold... come on. Aaron, come on. Bro. Aaron, come You just not just tell me that a team looked good in a preseason. Bro, yeah, I did. What? That's not relevant. So if a team looks like shit in the preseason, you ain't going to use that as as um No, as I'm not. As to say they ain't going to be a shit in the regular season? Absolutely not. All right, man. Absolutely that's a, not. That's a no. Oh, yeah. Another thing, I'm disappointed in Alonzo Ball, man. But then again. Alonzo Ball, just like Ben Simmons, okay? No no improvement whatsoever. No improvement. He's the same. Exa- you get what you get, and at this point, you have to just accept them for who they are. They have complacent work ethics. They got to this place, and then they're just stuck now. So now to the next topic, because we're done with these Christmas games. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, New York fans. This is a terrible time in sports for us. But to lighten up and talk yeah, about y'all going into Yo, Zion's about to go into the lottery. And y'all about to see, because y'all want to win games and shit. Y'all just want to. Should we get into the Giants talk? Nah, no, not we're right not now. getting into I got the Giants. Some, right I got something to say, because football season almost over. We got some stuff to talk about. 
So what's next, Ty? You want to get into the top 10 athletes of the decade? Top 10 athletes of the decade. The 10, top 10 of the 10s. Top 10 We're going to go from 10 decade. down to 1. We're going to give each one of our different ones. So you go first, Ty. Who's your 10th My 10th athlete. athlete, okay? This is my, this is, these are athletes who've accomplished things, who've been, who has a brand, who's good on and off the field or court or whatever kind of surface they play on. This is that kind of top 10. The first one, Kawhi Leonard. That's pretty low, 10. This man bought a country, an NBA championship, not a city, not a state, a country, an NBA championship, and left. <laughs> That's like... And nobody got mad at the fact that he left. Nobody got mad. You want to know why? Because he did it in silent assassin status. He he didn't make no noise the whole season. This man came, played ball in the playoffs. He had Joel Embiid, Giannis, Curry, all of these guys walking off the court with their heads down. He took their heart. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Kawhi is number 10. Uh-uh. He had Joel Embiid crying. 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 Who's your 10? My number t- I'm going to say my 10th and my 9th because my 9th. Nah, that's not my 9th. That's my 8th. My 10th is Simone Biles. I don't watch a, really much of anything else but football, basketball, a little bit of baseball. But doing my little research before the show started, I got to say, Simone Biles, I've always heard that name throughout the whole decade and with all her gold medals. And I got to say, she has a lot of gold medals. So I have to give credit where it's credit is due. Simone Biles, young black lady, you are the number 10th best athlete of this decade. My number nine is the second greatest shooter of all time in NBA history. I'm going with Klay Thompson, mm. the most underappreciated Splash athlete brothers. of this decade, I must say. You dig? He is a three-time NBA champion. You and dig? if it wasn't for Steph Curry, he'd probably be the greatest shooter of all time. Nope. He got it from his daddy. His daddy was like a five-time champion, if I'm not mistaken. You dig? So I, gotta I love say, the Splash Brothers. I got to say, Klay Thompson is my ninth best athlete this decade. He did a lot of winning and he's a big reason why the Warriors were the Warriors in this decade. Because in case you had to know, a lot of people didn't know what the Warriors were before this decade even started, before they drafted Steph Curry in 2009. Shout out Monte Ellis. Oh yeah, that's a big shout out. Word. My guy, number nine. Oh yeah, and the We Believe Warriors. I can't forget them. Shout Cap- out Baron Davis. Cap- shout out Jason Jack- Richardson. And um, Steven-, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. All the smoke. Most love, much love, fellas. Number nine, Clay and Kershaw. This guy is dominant in the regular season. This guy, I mean, I know he hasn't had the the greatest postseasons, but this guy in the regular season, he is just dominant. Okay, this guy is just really, really good. Let's talk about three Cy Youngs. Okay, three Cy Youngs. The twenty fourteen NL MVP as a pitcher, as a pitcher. And he's won the ERA title five times this decade. This guy is dominant. This and guy is a really, really, really great athlete. He definitely dominated pitching this decade. And he's kind of on the tail end right now, but he's definitely still a solid pitcher. Clayton Kershaw, 
Shout out to you. Knife, best athlete of the decade. I got to say, Clayton Kershaw had a hell of a decade. If I'm not mistaken, he led the Dodgers to like two back-to-back World Series. They both lost. but They both lost. But still, like, that was a hell of a series by... I mean, a hell of a run by Clayton Kershaw on this decade. And I got to say, he's my number eight athlete. No need to even go on from there. Let me get to my number my number eight athlete. Usain Bolt. You dig? This guy is probably... He's probably the fastest man on the planet. Just imagine the kind of things I could do if I had Usain Bolt's kind of speed, okay? I would just run for no reason. <laughs> I would literally just run for no reason. Mom, you need me to go to the store? I'll run it. <laughs> This guy is great. This yeah, guy, I, mama sent him to the store a lot too. Yeah, he's, yeah, mama. Sh- shout out, mama. Love, I love you. But Usain Bolt, this guy, he is so fast. Let's talk about the accomplishments real quick. Eleven gold medals. Okay, he dominated the 2012 and 2016 Olympics. Okay, he dominated two straight Olympics, even more than Michael Phelps. And Michael Phelps had one of the most historic runs ever. And Bolt blew everyone off the field, literally. I love Usain Bolt. Who's your number seven, Aaron? My number seven is no other than the easy money sniper, Kevin Durant. Shout out, KD. Now, the only reason why Kevin Durant will be under Kawhi Leonard, I haven't yet to say Kawhi Leonard yet, but he would be, they're both two-time finals MVPs. But I must say, the move to go to state, Ways to factor in. That does that go without being said? Like he got to get some flack for that, but he did go to Golden State and take over Golden State. But let's not forget the first six years in OKC where he was the man was averaging what thirty one, thirty two a game. He averaged twenty seven for the decade. Like twenty seven for the decade. A lot of people don't even average twenty seven a season. My number seven, Messi. Five-time soccer player of the year this decade. This man is unbelievable. Anytime you turn on ESPN, shout out ESPN. Anytime you turn on ESPN, you see Messi kicking a field, kicking goals, goals off the head, goals off his heels, bicycle kicks, all of these kind of things. I love Ronaldo, but you have to give it up for Messi. This guy is unbelievable. And in New York City, a lot of times, you know, people don't pay attention to soccer that much, but trust me, I pay attention to everything. Shout out Messi, you are the seventh best athlete of the decade. Aaron, who's your number six? Do you even watch soccer? I love soccer. I love the highlights. Don't judge me. Yeah, I'm not. Anyways, (laughs) I'm going to stick to the sports that I know, and my number six is Mike Trout. Let's just be real. Mike Trout is either won the MVP every year or has come in second place. The only thing is the Andrews suck. But in baseball, it's kind of more of an individual type of sport. But I have to say, the Angels have done a hell of a job within the last two years trying to get Mike Trout more help. And I think that they will contend for the AL pennant next year um, in 2020. Too bad that uh, the Yankees play in the AL. So let's see how that works out. That's my number six, Mike Trout. Number six. Also, I think he. I think this guy is cheating off my paper, Professor. Let me get away from this guy, okay? All right, my number six is Mike Trout, right? Aaron said it already. Three MVPs, okay? Finished second in MVP voting four times. Seven-time silver slugger. Slugger, I'm sorry. 285 home runs this decade, okay? 
just on just over thirteen hundred hits, and he's batting three oh five. Mike Trout, you are dominant. Uh, baseball is a tricky sport because even if you, you, you you know, even if you're really good, sometimes you sometimes the hitters just don't hit after you or anything like that. Or your pitching might suck. Okay, the Angels pitching suck. So it's getting better though. It's, it's getting, getting better. better. We'll see. They they tried to uh bid for um Cole, but the Yankees, the Yankees money is long, so they couldn't get him. Come on, man. Congratulations. Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole wanted to come to New York for a reason. He's a New Yankee fan. You can't blame the kid for wanting to be a Yankee. Mike Trout, congratulations. You are the sixth best athlete of the decade. All right, now we're getting down to our top five athletes of the decade. Did it. And my number five was Tyrell's number ten, I believe. Number five was Kawhi Leonard. Let's be real. This guy's missed half of his career. But he missed half of the decade, <laughs> I must say. But career. God damn it, the other half holds a lot of weight. The man has won everywhere that he's went. He only went two places, and he's at a third, and he might win again this year. He might be the first ever to win three finals MVPs for three different teams. He all came LeBron. to all LeBron, all LeBron. We'll see, we'll see. But come on, man, you gotta give Kawhi Leonard his credit. Ain't signed with New Balance. Talk about a trendsetter. Yeah, shout out Kawhi Leonard. Poor man must eat. My number five, Kevin Durant. This guy gets too much slack for me. Okay, it's his life. Make your decisions that's best for you and your family. Okay, Kevin Durant. Shout out to you. Two NBA Finals. Two MVP. Two. Finals MVPs, you average about 27 for the decade. One of the most lethal scorers this game have ever seen, okay? You're out with an injury right now, but you are still one of the top five athletes of the decade. Shout out to you, Easy Money Sniper. Aaron, who's your number four? My number four is Wardell Stephen Curry the second. You dig? The first. Oh, the number on, one. Come on, come on, come on. You can't mess up his name now. This is why he didn't sign with Nike. What do you mean? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? I said his name right. I'm sorry because I first you said the first, then you said the second. No, I'm saying the first. I meant to say number one shooter of all time. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. The first uh-huh. anonymous MVP of all time. Yes, sir. Two-time back-to-back MVP. And the only reason why he might not be the greatest athlete of this decade is because KD came to his team. And made it his team. But we're not going to get into that. Stephen Curry, three-time champion, two-time MVP, all-time leader in three-pointers made in the season. He breaks this every year. Every year. Every year he breaks it. Except for this year, of course. I don't know who's going to get that this year. But every year he's improved his game. And then he's just on been on a legacy tour ever since. So, Stephen Curry, you are the number four best athlete of the decade. According to Aaron. My number four is Serena Williams. Shout out to Serena Williams, okay? Let's talk about it. This lady has 12 grand slams, okay, this decade. Not only does she have 12 grand slams, this lady was pregnant, Aaron. She was pregnant and still playing tennis. Yeah, I know. Most women, women, this is not a shout out y'all, okay? I love women. This is not a shout out y'all. But for the most part, you know, y'all most of the time laying down and stuff like that, or, you know, it, it, for the most part, you're not playing tennis. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Especially if I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want me to get controversial. I could... Not, not, not playing tennis. And yeah, I, I ain't doing tennis. Not not playing tennis. And then even after she after she gave birth, you know what she did? She went to a couple of more Grand Slams. She lost, 
but she still went to a few more Grand Slams after that. Uh-huh. Serena Williams, she always gets overlooked as 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 a top athlete. She's definitely a top five athlete of this decade. Shout out to Serena Williams. You are the number four best athlete of the decade. Aaron, who's your number three? Serena Williams. She got overlooked on your <laughs> list because you have uh, recent see biased towards your favorite players, but we're not going to get into that. I'm going to skip Serena because you took over that. I'm not going to waste any more time. My number, what am I number, number two? Not, don't skip ahead. I ain't going to skip ahead. My number three, Steph Curry, okay? He has three rings this decade. He ch- literally changed the game, literally changed the way the NBA is played, okay? Literally have changed the game the way the NBA is played. If you go to any AAU tournament, go to any college basketball game, they're shooting threes on threes on threes, okay? Babyface assassin. He's he's hit just under 3,000 threes for this decade. He's won two MVPs. One MVP, he got all of the votes, okay? This guy is... And he averaged all that shit in 32 minutes a game. He was sitting at the full quarter. Oh, my God. Steph Curry. Steph. He's dominant, okay? He's the third best athlete of yeah, this decade. He makes it look so Steffordless. Mm, I love that. I'm a still at. I love that. Who's your number two, Aaron? My number two is LeBron James. Mm. The one guy to beat Steph in the finals with his team being fully healthy. I must add that disclaimer because Kawhi beat him this year. But, yeah, LeBron James, he went to the finals every year in the fucking decade. Like, dogs. I'm not even going to sit here and even try to list all the accomplishments LeBron did. He three-time champion, seven-time Eastern Conference finalist. He went to the playoffs every year in the decade. He He, missed the last year. Oh, yeah, except last year because he went to your Lakers. But, yeah, and, you know, LeBron, you know, number number two. My number two, LeBron James, okay. Again, three finals MVPs. I think he won all four four. MVPs in this decade. Oh no, he. I think the first one was in the last decade, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. But yeah, three rings this decade. Eight straight, eight straight finals. Okay, shoe brand dominant. Opened up a school, starred in Space Jam, made Taco Tuesday. No, no, again. no, no. That's gonna be next decade. That shit ain't come out yet. But I mean, can't get, you can't get them that. You can't give him that. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. You cannot give him I mean, him like, that. I mean, like, I mean, like, I can't give it to him, but he's he's in the works. He's going to start on Space Jam. Yeah, he's going to start on Space Jam. Yeah. Space Jam. He had a lot of time to work on it, too. He didn't go to class like last year. Taco Tuesday. He made that lit again. Shout out his son, uh, Bronny. He made his Instagram in, like, three hours. He got a million followers. What if Bronny is, like, in the top ten of the next decade? That should be crazy. It's possible. It is possible. Who's your number one, Aaron? Thomas Patrick Edward Brady Jr. I might have flipped the two middle names. I don't know. But Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest athlete of this decade, I must say. No matter what defense is in front of him. No matter what wide receivers are catching the ball. God damn it. I don't even remember the wide receivers that played last week and I watched the game. Edelman and who else? I'm just saying, man. Tom Brady probably had five new receivers every year. He doesn't have any Gronk this year. We'll see what ends up at the end of the decade this year. But then again, he's 42. Who cares? This whole decade wasn't even his prime. When you really think about it. He had a whole second prime in his decade. So 
we agreed on a on a final two. Let me just list y'all his the amount of wins, and this is not even account uh to taking into account postseason wins. These are just regular season wins for the decade. Mm-hmm. 14, 13, 12, 12, 12, 12, 14, 13, 11. And this year, they might get to 13 because they'll beat the Miami Dolphins. But they might so get to 13. they're 12 and 3 right now? They're 12 and 3 right now. Yeah, they definitely He hasn't lost. Then again, no. The Miami Dolphins have been looking good against the Patriots, and they got blind Flores now. Don't give him that one yet. He's never lost more than... Five games. Five games this decade. Look, Thomas Brady, you are the number one athlete of Of the last two decades. Kobe Bryant played. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, that was that was a pass, bro. Let's go to our next segment. We got the the top ten albums. Top ten albums of the decade. Now this is where we're not going to agree on nothing because we don't listen to the same shit at all. So go give me what your number ten is. Let me see my number ten. My number 10, Lil Dirk, shout out Chicago, Sign to the Streets 1. I feel like I was in a field with this album, okay? I feel like I was in a field, okay? This guy, I, I love Lil Dirk. He really put out some, he, he really put his name on a map with this album. This is one of his, um, it, it, I, I think it was a mixtape. Mixtapes and albums, same thing, it don't really matter. Mixtapes and albums, okay? But he put Chicago on a map with this I felt like I was in the field. I was ready to put on a freaking a freaking ski mask and go drill some shit, but I'm not like that sometimes. So Lil Dirk, shout out number 10 album of the decade. My number 10 album of the decade. Yeah. This, this doesn't have anything to do with numbers or popularity or album sales, anything like that. This is just what we listen to. Lil Dirk, that was a dope album. I ain't going front. That was a good album. Number 10. Damn sure was in top 10. Yeah. I'm not even going to say a lot of you. Now I'm gonna go. Now we gonna we gonna music or we gonna hip hop, everything. The, the top ten albums. I number ten is that Scissor album from like two years ago. Control, ladies, y'all with me on this one? I know for a fact that shit has some bangers. I seen that shit live. I I, I seen her record. I mean, uh, perform it live. I'm telling you that shit has some bangers, and the ladies love that shit, bro. When I'm telling you the ladies love Scissor, and this is her only album. They love that shit. That shit got some hits on that shit. Word. Can't even front. What's your number nine? Meek Mill, Dream Chasers 3. Shout out to Chasers. Oh, yeah, it did. Shout out to Chasers. Dream Chasers 3. I was in 12th grade when this album came out, okay? And I I loved it. A a lot of the songs were just good vibes. I was on on my way to college. I was about to go live that fantasy life, and I was just listening to so much Meek Mill, Dream Chasers 3. That's definitely number nine on my list. And... The another reason is just because the the time of the my time of my life I was in it was just it was just a it was just a dope time about to graduate high school about to go to prom all of that kind of stuff you pass all your regents and and all of that you were just in a, I was just in a dope time shout out Meek Mill Dream Chasers three number nine another dope album another dope album and now that you're saying certain albums I'm like alright back here but my number nine was Cardi. Cardi B album, debut album, Invasion of Privacy. privacy. That was Cardi. another dope piece of work by BX, another woman. Got to give credit where credit is due. From, and I'm thinking of albums from first song to last song. Facts. That was a good album. 
Facts, because everybody thought Cardi B was a joke when she started rapping. She, the way she was she's dead. really the top pop star right now. Shout yeah. out Cardi B. And that album helped her put her on that, on that pedal stool. Come on. What's your number? What's your number eight? My number eight album of the decade, Chief Key, Finally Rich. Okay. This is the most influential album of the decade. And even probably before this decade. If you look the if you look at the way music sounds today, everything comes back to Chief Keith finally rich. Before Chief Keith came out, nobody was going heavy with the drums and the bass and all of that. Shout out Young Chop. Chief Keith, this was probably the most influential album of the decade. This guy was what, 16 on house arrest, shooting yeah, shit up. Crazy, this bro. guy, he 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 put I, I said Dirk uh put Chicago on the map. Chief Keith put Chicago nah, on the I was map. And I was actually, when you said that, I'm like, nah, bro. I, I found out from Chicago because of Chief Keith. Yeah, Chief. Yeah. That's the reason why yeah, I think Sh- you know about Sh- Chicago rap. Yeah, Chief Keith definitely put Drill on the map with this album. Is this, this is probably not the best album of the decade for me, but this is definitely the most influential rap uh, album of the decade by far. It's not even close. My number eight album is Daytona by Pusha T. It was seven songs, but all seven was fire. If you into that type of music, uh, I mean, you gotta have more than seven songs for me. Come on. I mean, you right, but I ain't gonna front. That seven was hard. I ain't gonna lie. That seven was hard. I know you're not lying because you said it, but I'm gonna go to my number seven album, Lil Uzi, the Perfect Love Tape. He made it cool for men to do like you know the little shoulder dances and stuff like that. I don't know how to do it. But he, but no point over here. He made it. I, I know you don't know how to do it, <laughs> but he made it cool for men to be able to do that kind of stuff, right? Lil Uzi, definitely the perfect love tape, one of the best albums of the decade. He put his own, his own little touch on it. You feel me? Uh, a lot of his beats sound like Chief Keef beats. Okay, mm-hmm. he was envy, definitely influenced by Chief Keef. He's from Philly. Uzi from Philly. People expect Philly rappers to be able to just, just spit, spit, spit all the time. But he definitely put his own little twist and sauce to um to this album. This is definitely a dope tape for me. That's my number seven. Who you got? Watch the Throne. Mm. Jay-Z, Kanye West. You dig? Epic. Classic. That's all you got to say. What's your number seven? Ball So Hard. All right. Number six, Post Malone, Stoney. Really, post my Vibes. I'm not knocking it. Vibes. Now, now, what I might say, I have to say is, none of the shit you were saying was wrong. Mm-hmm. Dope albums. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. But, nah. Number six for me is Post Malone's Tony. When you talk about the vibes, you you chilling on a Sunday morning. You chilling, you cleaning up. Ready okay. to go to You chilling. Shout out, Dakeman. <laughs> you chilling. It's a rainy day. You got a type of essay. You driving in an Uber. You just had a breakup. Anything that's a calm, mellow vibe, put on Post Malone Stoney. Who's your number six, Aaron? Let me make sure I got it right. <clears throat> My number six is Astro World. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott. Recently biased. I fuck with Astro World. I think it's a dope art. Dope piece of work by Travis Scott. By the way, that was probably one of the best marketing jobs he did. But I've seen by any artist the, what he did with Astro World and everything. Whoever's in charge of Travis Scott's marketing mm-hmm. is amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. My number five, Max B, Villagante season. 
Free Big Avell, by the way. Free Max B, okay. He just put out another album this this uh this past month. It was Harlem it was stand good. up. Harlem, what's up? I this is this I was about I was in like ninth grade when this album came out. Okay, it's not the most popular album, but if you're from Harlem, you if you're from Harlem, album. you better you this better be on your list. If you're from Harlem, I mean I'm not gonna say it better be on your list, but it's, it better be on your top ten of Harlem albums. At least, definitely Max B, definitely or New York albums. Don't get enough credit for what he what he brought to the game. And if he was home, he would he would definitely have a a huge role on the influence of hip hop right now. Shout out Max B. Who's your number? Who your number five, Aaron? My number five. <laughs> All right, this is where you know the camera can see me. All right, <sighs> gotta throw my Kendrick Lamar's up real quick. To pimple butterfly Kendrick Lamar. Shout out Kendrick. A fucking masterpiece, I must say. You gotta listen to that album like five or six times to understand each song. Mm-hmm. He went straight political on it. He had. Grammy nomination after Grammy nomination after Grammy nomination. Like, September Butterfly, y'all. Number four. French we Mon- gonna be all right. French Montana, Mac and Cheese 3. Damn, that ain't come out last decade? Nope. Hell yeah, that shit had to come out like 09. No, of course not. I mean, his, his, um, his, the Mac and Cheese series came out probably last decade, but Mac and Cheese 3 came out like 2013, 2012. What? Mac and Cheese 3, dope songs, vibes, just like Post Malone's Stoney. If I go back to listen to Mac and Cheese 3 right now, I could listen to the album straight. Vibes, love it. Who's your number four? My number four is Scorpion by Drake. Double album. Side A or Side B? Or both? They're both. <laughs> The fact that he had a side A and a side B of two different genres was fucking dope. I ain't gonna lie. And both of them was fire. But I have to say, I ain't gonna front the rap. The rap version was a little better than the singing version. But the singing version was still dope, though. Number three. Drip season three. Gunner, these is vibes right here. I ain't gonna lie to you. These are are vibes right here, okay? I missed that one. These are vibes. But this is that this album came out in what 2018. When I tell you, I still listen to this album every single day. It's not one day I don't listen to this album. Yes, okay. All right, this this album is ridiculous. All right, gonna drip season three. Anybody who came with us to Miami Spring Break know what the drip season three Both is about. Years. Both of them, okay. You dig? Drip season three is definitely top three of the decade. By far, not even close. Aaron, what's your number three? Good Kid, Mad City. Another Kendrick Lamar piece. Okay, so now she's starting to be a little bit biased. Call it what you want. It's my list. Your list? I can't argue with your list. Number two, Meek Mill, Championships. (laughs) Who's the biased one now? Let's just talk about everything that he was going through at this time, okay? The Eagles won the Super Bowl. I hate the Eagles. I'm a Giants fan. The fucking 76ers came out of nowhere. The 76ers came out of nowhere. Overcoming the whole situation with uh, with the uh prison system, leaving out of prison on a on a on a freaking helicopter, overcame the whole Drake situation, overcame the millions of L's y'all flooded on his comment session. Meek Mill, championships, he he prevailed through all of that kind of stuff. Okay, people said me career was done. This mm-hmm. guy is washed up. Negative. Stop making Nobody music. Said that. Nobody said that. Niggas fuck with Meek Mill. Don't you have a disrespect? Wait, wait, hold on. 
Because Niggas thought he was gonna be locked up for a minute. When 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 Meek Mill was going through the situation with Drake, people was ending Meek. Nah. He was getting booed on stage at his tour. Let's not act like Meek like let's not act like people wasn't saying that Meek career was done. You getting emotional here. I am getting emotional because you wanna again, Meek Mill, Dream Chaser, I mean, I'm sorry, championships. Who's your number two? Because you're lying. Championships by Meek Mill. He's my number two album for the decade. <laughs> Can't even say a lot. That shit was fire. <laughs> that nigga came out of jail right in the bars. He's, yo, I ain't gonna run like the first 10 songs. Nigga was like, oh shit, I gotta go back to hear that. Trauma. Boom. I, go. I ain't gonna front. That shit was fire. I ain't even gonna say bullshit. He came out of jail on fire. And you feel me? Dream Chasers, we still here. Number one album of the decade for Tyrell. Gonna drip a drown too. Yeah. Vibes. I'm telling you, it's vibes. Slack. It's vibes. It's, it's, yo, it, it's vibes. I'm telling you. You just gotta listen to it. It touches your soul. Alright? It touches your soul. And you can listen to it play again, again, and again. If you on a train, you're in an Uber ride home, you had a long day at work. Just listen to it. Vibes. I'm telling you, Aaron. I hear that. Dripper Jam 2, my top album of the decade. Gonna shout out to you. My top album for the decade was nominated and won for a Pitzler Prize. Whatever that is. That is like the fucking Nobel Prize for like winning shit. Like, what? It was a great piece of work. I want to hear what the hell this is. Damn. Let's hear it. Oh, 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 damn. Damn, oh, damn. <laughs> damn by Kendrick Lamar, Okay, man. so his so his top three albums of the decade was all Kendrick no, Lamar. No, it was not. Oh, oh, because you had, you had Dream Chasers. I mean, three of my top five were Kendrick Lamar three albums. Three of your top five, okay. These are, these are my Kendrick Lamar elements, by the way. And you know what's so crazy? I got a signed to Pimp a Butterfly album in my crib. And... I went on a few tours. I seen a few shows. The man is killing this decade. Can't front. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, man. Congratulations to Kendrick, by the way. He just had a baby. That's why he ain't getting on music in a while. But 2020, I know that nigga gonna come out with some fire. We ain't see. Thank y'all for tuning in to our first episode of The Final Possession. We appreciate y'all. We look forward for y'all viewership in our second episode. Shout out to all of y'all. We love y'all. And shout out to um the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio for letting us record here tonight. You I did. really appreciate it. Gabe, thank you. Josh, what's up? And yeah, y'all have a good night. Thanks for listening, y'all. Tune into the next episode.